Aloha and welcome once again to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher, the owner of Hawaii Aloha Travel here in Honolulu. We're in Hawaii, Hawaii's experts, and you can catch us on the web at www.hawaii-aloha.com. Got a great show for you for this Friday, June 29th, 2012. This is our 509th episode. Going to bring you some Hawaii vacation news. Also going to answer a Facebook friend question. We haven't done that in a while. All straight ahead as we get through the show. You know, it's easy to reach me if you have a question or a comment or you'd like me to maybe help you with your itinerary. You know, that's all we do here is help folks plan their Hawaii vacations. And I just love hearing from you guys. So if you're interested in getting a second opinion or maybe a first opinion on what you should do, just uh, drop me a line, Bruce at Hawaii-Aloha.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, I'm at Aloha Bruce, and of course we have the Facebook page as well. Please get involved with us. You can find all this stuff right at our website, like I just mentioned, www.hawaii-aloha.com. Okay, let's get right to it. We've got some news here for you. Hawaii Volcanoes National Park is celebrating 25 years as a World Heritage Site. So that means that between now and November, you can take part in a lot of special events so the Hawaii Volcanoes National Park is actually a World Heritage Site, and there's only 21 of them in the entire world. And it's a heritage site because it's had 30-plus years of constant active lava flow and a large amount of endemic species that the land protects. Imagine that, 30 years of lava flows there. And if you ever have a chance, you, you really should take the opportunity to get over to uh, Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Highly recommend it, and especially this year because there's going to be free admission, a lot of free stuff there. Uh, I'll have all of this on our podcast page. By the way, if you want to get the show notes, you want to find out more information about what I'm talking about here, you get over to the podcast page. That's hawaii-aloha.com slash podcast. Now, you know, I've talked a lot about food here in Hawaii and how great it is, and how, like on Oahu, there's over 2,500 restaurants, and just about every day I'm invited to a new restaurant here or there. Last night, we went to a place called Pint and Jigger, which was started by the former bartender and mixologist over at Nobu, and he started this really cool restaurant and bar, and we ate there last night, but I think Hawaii really is like a foodie's paradise as much as it is a vacation paradise and you can start enjoying some of the really great Hawaiian food right on the plane and you know very few airlines even serve meals anymore right I mean I don't think there are too many that serve meals but Hawaiian Airlines does and they've actually have a new menu by Chef Chai and they have all kinds of great new delicacies they're offering on the plane. Everything from people in first class to uh, regular economy class are going to be getting these, these, these great new things to eat, including, let's see some of the stuff that they have here. Uh, like for in the morning, you can get a Hawaiian breakfast wrap, which is fried rice, Portuguese sausage, and edamame. I mean, what airlines have edamame? And they also have a chicken yellow curry with rice and pineapple. Some of the international routes are going to have things like Hawaiian moko, which is kind of version of the loco moko, which is a favorite dish. Of course, that's, you know, hamburger patty with steamed rice and the gravy and the fried eggs. And the people who are flying in first class, they really are going to get the, the full monte. They're going to get Kahlua pork, 
Also, cheese omelets, shrimp and crab salads, crispy wonton tacos, and grilled prawns, all with a, a fusilli pasta and macadamia nut pesto. So, you know, right off the bat, you know, Hawaiian Airlines is going to get your palate full of the, the delicious flavors of Hawaii. And, you know, you got to give it to Hawaiian. I mean, they're, they're growing and, and expanding so fast. I just uh, read today that Hawaiian Airlines got its fourth A330. That's that big Airbus that goes those long distance, and they're very good, you know, in fuel, fuel savings. So congratulations to Hawaiian Airlines. They're opening up new routes. And I've heard nothing but great things about the New York route. In fact, it's selling really well. So if you are on the East Coast, you're thinking about coming to Hawaii, get, get in touch with us. We have great deals on this new Hawaiian Airlines direct flight from New York City. Well, you know, a couple of years ago, we were up for a Travel Age West Award. That's a big industry award, and I was a runner-up, which I was pretty proud of. I mean, being runner-up, you know, for a, a, an award like that for the top travel agent in the nation was, was really exciting. And they, they're doing their awards again, and I thought I might mention and give kudos to a few people that are up for awards. Uh, actually, they actually had the award. It was, uh, it, it was held uh, June 7th at the Four Seasons, just like it was the year they were there. There's 49 categories. I won't go through them all. But I, I thought I'd mention, just give some kudos to the folks that won. The best tour operator in Hawaii was Pleasant Holidays. Interesting, Pleasant Holidays. They are a great group. In fact, we sell a lot of Pleasant Holidays. Uh, if you are interested in a Pleasant Holiday package, you can call us and we can get you an even better price on a Pleasant Holiday package if you like to go with Pleasant Holidays. The best new resort was the Disney Alani which I can't agree with, unfortunately. I don't think it's the best new resort, but it's, I think, the only new resort in Hawaii. And you think about it, in 2010, did they build any other? <laughs> Maybe that's why they won. But I've been kind of critical of the Disney Aulani. I think it's overpriced. And uh, I, uh, while all the rooms are nice and the, 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 the actual property is, is not, you know, is, is new, which is always great, I think it's, they still need to do a lot of work there. The best hotel for children's program also was the Disney Alani that came in again. Well, you know, it's a Disney property. Um, again, I don't know if I would agree with these, but I wanted to give them some kudos. Um, the best resort and spa in Hawaii was the spot Four Seasons Halale. I have to agree with that. The best island for outdoor activities. Which one do you think won that category? Well, it was the island of Maui. Can't really argue with that. I think all the Hawaiian islands are great. I don't know how you come up with a category like that. But they have so many awards. They have like 49 different awards, like I mentioned. And uh, the best destination for a wedding? The Big Island. have to agree with that, too. Uh, so those are the Wave Award winners. Congratulations to those folks winning those awards. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about an event, speaking of Maui. It's called the Kanapali Fresh. It's a three-day summer festival, and if you have a chance to go to this, you definitely want to check it out. It's going to be August 31st to, the, to September 2nd. They have an early bird special going. Get in touch with us. Also, click on the link. But it's a great opportunity to... Really, you know, I was talking about how great the food here is. If you can get in on one of these kinds of events, and this is this is that kind of event. They're focusing on fine cuisine, unforgettable experiences. Kanapali Fresh is a resort-wide effort, and it's going to give you an opportunity to sample some chefs, uh, different menus, and learn about uh, a lot of the farm-to-table stuff, which I 
you know, I talk a lot about here on the show and also hang out on the beach and listen to great music and enjoy the rich history. Uh, you definitely want to check it out. There is a special going on and we have it available. So get in touch with us. Uh, get over to our website, hawaii-aloha.com. There's a special that includes all the events. It's only $365 and it includes all of the uh, various events that you can go to during that three-day period. So you definitely want to check that out. I highly recommend it. Now, you know, I'd like to get into our topic for today, and we haven't been answering a lot of Facebook questions, and I'm happy to do it, but we just haven't gotten around to it. So I put a question, I asked folks for questions this week, and one of the questions that I got was from Monica Long. And Monica, big shout out to you for coming up with this question. She asks, traveling with a wide variety of ages and interests, what is the best way to accommodate everyone? We have five children between the ages of three and 10 and four adults between 35 and 65. We want to do as much as we can and we want to try and have a memorable time. But it's hard to decide what to do to keep everybody happy. And wow, what a great question. In fact, it kind of goes to what we talked about a few podcasts earlier where we talk about you know how Hawaii is a multi-generational type of vacation. How it's great for families uh, of all ages because there is so much to do. So I'll just kind of repeat that because it really is ideal for for families. There's something to do for everybody. You've got the beaches. You've got great nightlife. You've got ocean sports. There's you know a plethora of activities and of course those culinary experiences that I was just uh, talking about, but I thought it might be a good opportunity because we're getting into that season where we're starting to see a lot more groups, and we really do specialize here in smaller groups, anywhere from 10 to 45 people. We really, you know, this is something that we kind of have a little niche on. We do a great job focusing on these groups, and these are the kind of, actually the kind of groups we like to do because we have so much experience with these smaller groups, and I thought I'd maybe go through some ideas and some things to remember when planning a group trip or a group family trip to Hawaii. First of all, somebody's got to be in charge. There has to be kind of a group leader. And if that's you, you got to remember that you're never going to be able to please everybody. But what you should do is enlist somebody like us. Of course, I got to put in a selfless plug, but it really does help if you have a company like us here in Hawaii that can kind of be help you with that so that you can defer to us or to the agent like me. So for instance, if you have the group and people can't decide, well, you know, let's call Bruce or, you know, let's plan an activity, maybe two activities that can please two different sets of, uh, of needs that people have. So it's, we always recommend coming up with a group leader and um, a lot of times it's the parents take that role if it's, if it's going to be a group of kids. And again, it's just whoever really naturally wants to take their role. Usually somebody is the people, people pleaser in the family. And at the same time, it's important that that person still be able to have a good time. I mean, if you're the group leader, you shouldn't be having to worry every second about, you know, keeping everybody happy. And that's, again, where it's good to have somebody helping you with this you know, an a, a travel agent, especially somebody here in Hawaii. We highly recommend that. If it's us, great. If you can't, if you, can't, if you don't want to deal with us, please deal with somebody here in Hawaii. I, I highly recommend that, especially for groups. Um, 
And basically, it's that group leader's job to ensure that everyone gets a little bit of representation while they're on vacation. So if uh, one of the afternoons is dedicated, let's say, to shopping for some of the girls, then the group leader should do maybe surf lessons or a hike or a waterfall for some of the guys on it, or maybe golf, or maybe split it up into two different things. Another thing that people always are concerned about is price when it comes to groups. And a lot of people think that, well, just because you have a group automatically, you're going to get a better price. That's not necessarily the case. And we'll analyze that for you. Sometimes it's better actually to book people separately, onesies, twosies, than doing group. And the reason for that is, is because when we go for a group price, that's going to be a price that's locked in. And it may not necessarily be the best price because you know, it's it, you're only booking a few people, whereas if we're booking with our contracts, we're booking with a lot of people. So it's something to consider. It, it's something that we always have to analyze, whether or not it makes sense to have a group rate or not. The other thing is, is that if it's a group that's on a threshold, like let's say you've got 12 people that are saying they're going to go and the vacation is six months out. I can almost guarantee you that 12 people is going to end up being nine in the end. People drop out. So it doesn't make sense to book a group if you're going to be in that threshold. Um, but speaking of money, a great way to do it is to look at maybe doing a condo. Sometimes what we can do is maybe get a condo at a really good rate and also that gives you all the amenities of home and you can also do things like cooking and save money on your meals. But again, this is something we do on an individual basis, but there's many ways to save money, but you have to know which is the best route to go. Should I be going individual packages or should I be do, going a group rate? And we'll help you with that depending on your group and the dates and all that fun stuff. A lot of times when we're doing reunions or people are you know uh, coming from different locations, that becomes a difficult thing to get group rates on for airfare because people are coming from different cities. So let's say you have four people coming from, you know, Vermont and four people from New York and five people from Phoenix and they're coming from all over the place. Going back to the nightmare, that really becomes a nightmare for quote the group leader, but that's something we do every day. So that's another thing to take in consideration when we're talking about prices. Is everybody coming from the same destination or are people coming from multiple destinations? That's another thing that we have to consider and we have to take into account. But there are many ways to save money. You can save money by doing the ones and twosies. You can save money by maybe doing airfare in a group, bulk air, depending on how far out we're looking at it. And you can definitely save money on accommodations if we go with condos and put maybe four people in a room or five people in a room if that's doable in a condo situation. Another suggestion that I always ask folks when they're thinking about planning a group uh, vacation is have you considered doing a cruise? Cruises are perfect for groups and families because there's something going on 24-7 on a boat and there's always fun stuff to do, especially for kids. There's always a kids program. Uh, for seniors, there's always a seniors program. For everybody in between, there's that program. I mean, there's everything from basket weaving to scuba lessons. So, I mean, you can just do everything on these ships and Hawaii has a great ship, the Pride of America. It's a seven-day sail. You go to all the islands and you get to do overnights on Maui and Kauai. So I always try to feel out whether or not a, a, you know, a cruise might be in, in order. But uh, 
these are some of the things you should consider if you're going to be doing a, a group travel vacation or a family vacation. I want to thank Monica for the question. A big kudos to you. We're going to send you out a couple of free gifts, some macadamia nut Hershey Kisses and a few other things in a prize pack. And if you have a question, please get that to me as well, Bruce at Hawaii-Aloha.com. But uh, let's just go through a few like do's and don'ts kind of thing for group travel. First, don't try to please everyone. It simply can't be done. If your expectations are set too high, you know, you're likely to be disappointed too. Choose activities wisely. Not everybody is going to want to do the same thing. That's just human nature, folks. Plan alternate activities and itineraries in case people want to, you know, get off the program and they're not on the same program. If you're, uh, another thing is if you're planning a family vacation or group travel, we recommend having a minimum of 10 people. Also, we treat groups differently and accordingly. For example, a family vacation is different than a corporate vacation. And the way you design the itinerary is different. I mean, if you're a corporate corporation or a group of business people getting together, you may not want to do certain kinds of things that might be uncomfortable when you're you're not with friends, you're with colleagues. You know what I mean? Like it could be something as simple as hiking with people that are strangers that you don't really want to be hanging out with. It's business people. So another thing to consider, we do different itineraries for corporate groups and we, we, we have a way of, um, of asking the right questions to know how close are these people that are traveling together. You know, a lot of times when it's a big corporation with a lot of people, there's, you know, politics, you know, corporate politics, certain people shouldn't be going with other people. So that's, that's, you know, part of the things that you want to think about. So Planning group travel is something we do a lot of here, and family vacations, this is this is what Hawaii is all about. So if you're planning a family vacation, get in touch with us. Hopefully these tips will help you in that planning process, and you're going to have a memorable Hawaii vacation with your family and friends and whoever, your reunion, whatever it is. So get over to our website, hawaii-aloha.com. Lots of information there. We have a whole, I do have a checklist on the website as well of things to remember. And also get over to our podcast page, hawaii-aloha.com slash podcast. Lots of information there for you as well on how to, uh, you know, how to handle this uh, family vacation that you have coming up. Well, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up for us on this episode. Don't forget to tune in next week. You can catch this on iTunes, also on our website and our podcast pages. Please check them out. That's going to do it for my beautiful wife, Yaling, for all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. I'll say aloha and mahalo. <laughs>